Hi, welcome to another episode of PSD Casts from Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Sonny Ronan. He's with Microsemi, and well, we're going to talk about the great big wireless web cloud. I mean, it's this huge, huge thing, Sonny. Welcome to the show. Hello, Alex. Thank you very much. And uh, indeed, the wireless application is booming, and the need for uh, bandwidth is growing, and the market needs to develop solutions, so it will be easy for enterprises to support the needs for a higher bandwidth. Exactly. Well, you know, Sonny, everyone likes to think about the cloud and wireless as this magical wireless space, but that means the more wireless functionality you have up front, that means the, the better your infrastructure has to be behind the scenes, right? Yes, of course. Uh, in wireless, uh, there is a evolution of uh, standards that are driving more bandwidth, starting uh, 11G, moving to 11N, and today uh, 11AC. And the bandwidth is uh, multiplying itself, uh, and today the technology enables the migration for more than one gig per access point, which is huge. Yes. Now, what are some of the challenges involved? Oh, go ahead, Sonny, please. Yeah, sorry, yeah, exactly the point, the challenges. Uh, so the, the challenges when moving to, to such a high bandwidth will be also the backbone and the cable infrastructure mm -hmm. within the enterprise. Uh, historically, uh, the cable type that is in uh, existing enterprises is CAT5E or CAT6, mm -hmm. which was the common uh, cable uh, technology in enterprises until recently. With the movement to above one gig, you need to go the next step, uh, natural step was 10 gig. That's what uh, exists in the standard body. In order to move to 10 mm -hmm. gig, you would need a CAT6A, CAT7 cable, which is, of course, more expensive, uh, but higher quality, uh, but unfortunately does not exist in enterprises. Mm -hmm. And here is the nice thing about that. In order to support uh, the existing cable and uh, being able to offer an enterprise to move to higher bandwidth without replacing mm -hmm. the cable, there was an alliance called NBST Alliance, and today I'm happy to say, actually uh, last month, uh, the alliance work was uh, approved as a standard within IEEE. It's called the BZ standard that defines 2.5 gig and 5 gig bandwidth uh, over CAT 5E cable, which is huge, huge benefit for existing enterprises. Uh, they oh, can yes. move to yeah, they can move to 11AC wave two access points with 2.5 gig uh, data without replacing the existing cables. Well, you know, and that's critical because the more people want to put that functionality in, they forget that, as you pointed out, that's legacy cable. It wasn't designed for that. Exactly, exactly. That's the point. So uh, that's the new and uh, the exciting stuff about the 802.3 BZ. So CAT5E can exist and can support the higher bandwidth uh, that is coming, you know, from smartphones and mobile phones and bring your own device to the enterprise. Uh, the next challenge would be uh, the backbone and the switching capabilities because mm -hmm. you can go and buy 11 AC access points from, you know, the, the top vendors like Cisco and HP and all the, all the rest. 
that's not mm-hmm. an issue. They already offer those 11 AC access points. Then you can leverage the cable. That's great. You can have 2.5 gig over the cable. Now you move to the next side, to the switch side, to the aggregation point. And today in the enterprise, you have switches with one gig going towards the access, right? You have one gig to the desktop, one gig to the IP mm-hmm. phone, one gig to the access point. So the move for 2.5 gig will uh, force enterprises to move to new switches with 2.5 gig slash 5 gig slash 10 gig ports. And some, some will do that, but unfortunately it's very expensive. You know, and the vendors, mm-hmm. they, they put those ports on the really the high-end switches. So, and, and on top of that, you need to take care of the data to have 2.5 gig. And you need to take care of PoE. You need to be able to power those new access points. And they actually need more power because they have more radios. You know, 11 AC means eight radios, theoretically, Mm -hmm. in an access point. So they need more power. And and again, there there are a few options uh, to do that. As I mentioned, one option is to buy a new switch with 2.5 gig and maybe with PoE inside. That exists in the market. That will be very high-end switch, very expensive. The second option is to buy a new switch with 2.5 gig slash 5 gig ports and just provide PoE by an external PoE injector uh, that also, again, some of them exist in the market. And the most exciting offering today that really enables to protect your investment and keep using the switch that you already have, the 1 gig switch that exists in most enterprises, is an external dongle-like device that actually aggregates two ports of one gig into the uplink and then provides data of two gig or 2.5 gig over one cable. And this is a, a new device called the PoE Multiplexer 411AC. And the nice thing about the device, it doesn't need any configuration. It's a very low-cost device. Again, it's like a dongle. In, uh, in general, I don't like the word dongle. But uh, <laughs> specifically here, this is the main functionality, right? Right. Well, and also, they keep trying to take legacy words and make them fit modern applications. It's like calling an LED driver a ballast. Exactly. Yes, totally agree. <laughs> so, so now, why did you talk? I apologize. I was, just, I was just looking, Sonny. Can you tell us a little bit more about how the, the Molexa solution, how it's manifested, what are the product um, involved? Is it a product family, single solution? Yes, so uh, th- there are product families. Again, as uh, from MicroSemi, we are trying to have a full portfolio of product and, and offer solutions for a different uh, options for the customers and not uh, direct them to a single solution. Uh, we are both IC manufacturer and system manufacturer. So if a customer would go and buy a switch, we, we don't sell those switches. These are the Wi-Fi players, the big guys. They will probably have our IC inside, which will manage all the POE functionality, and this is great. What we do offer is this external uh, multiplexer that combines ports of 1 gig and is offering 2.5 gig interface today without any headache. So this device, we call it uh, the PoE multiplexer. It can provide 30 watts of PoE, which is considered high power for the access point. That's a lot of that data. is. 
Yes, and uh, data connectivity of 2.5 gig. Uh, in addition, we have additional two products that are uh, external PoE injectors in case you have a switch with 2.5 gig uh, port or uh, uh, 10 gig, then you, can, you need to take care of the PoE portion. And uh, doing that, you need, again, specific expertise to make sure that the data integrity is being kept. Because if you have an injector with, without uh, proper uh, transformers and layout and the data integrity, uh, it can work on 10 gig, but then the data will have uh, integrity issues and the stream will go down. So our mm -hmm. new 2.5 gig and 10 gig injectors are uh, best in class. Uh, we released them after two years of research in order to make sure that we can uh, comply uh, to 10 gig uh, data rates. Got it, got it. Now, and, and, and the, the issue involved goes beyond. The, it's not a very uh, simple fix, as it were. You're, we're trying to get this legacy technology to address modern needs. How much assistance do you provide the engineer to ensure that your solution gets dialed in properly? Okay, so our uh, our goal is to make it as simple as possible for the engineer and uh, to make it a plug-and-play solution. Normally, no need to open the unit. In some of the devices, as, as you mentioned, we need to make their life easy. So if configuration is not needed, we can pre-configure the unit. So this is the case with mm -hmm. all those three boxes that we mentioned. All the three of those, inside, the technology is very advanced. We have a 10 gig switch inside. Again, in MicroSemi, you also have ICs of switches. So the switch is pre-configured to do aggregation of the ports, of the 2.1 gig port into the 2.5 gig. So the user, the engineer, does not need to configure it. It's just a plug-and-play installation. He needs to go to the switch and on the other side, do a simple link aggregation definition on those two ports, on the switch, not mm -hmm. on the Max. And then he's good to go. Connect it to AC, and he's good to go. Got it, got it. Now, now let's talk a little blue sky, Sunny. How, how much further can we push this cart? I mean, obviously, the entire cat family, the entire legacy computer cabling is eventually just simply not going to matter. Why isn't the industry working more towards a next generation power and signal hybrid cable connector and cable standard? Right. That's a, that's a challenge that was addressed in the last few years. And uh, I think the cable company are constantly improving uh, the cable category and uh, the cable performance in order to support better data rates. On the other hand, you know, there is the fiber technology. That is also, I've seen here and there, penetrating also enterprises. People are uh, installing fiber to have a better reach mm -hmm. of data and also being future-proof on data rates. However, in fiber, uh, there is the power issue. Uh, the benefit yes. of PoE, installing a device in any location you would like without the need for electrician and being able to back up the power and being able to have the full flexibility and safeness of PoE. You know, because PoE, nobody can get electrified from PoE. It's a really low right. current DC power. So in fiber, you, you don't have this option. 
standard fiber today does not have the power. Some companies have tried to do a mixed hybrid cable, as you mentioned, with uh, power over fiber. Uh, yes. Unfortunately, it's not a standard today, so it's not very common and it will be proprietary. Um, so, so I think today... Well, efficiency is an issue, I imagine, as well. Yeah, I mean, the technology, technology exists if you will take a fiber and have uh, integration of copper inside. Uh, in theory, it, it, can, it can work. However, as I mentioned, uh, the industry is all about standards. Whenever something is not standard, uh, different vendors do different uh, implementation of it. Yes. And then it's not Agreed. being adopted. That's the reason, Agreed. by the way, the 2.5 gig technology was amazing fast work in the industry because there were two alliances that were pushing for 2.5 gig, 5 gig. And eventually one of the alliances, you know what, we'll give up our specification, we'll go with the other alliance in order to have it as an IEEE standard. And they make it, it fast. And in the end of the day, the market, and we are enjoying that. Got it, got it, understood. Well, and that's... That, Standardization through the industry is an issue everywhere. I mean, that, I, that's a recognized uh, problem. I guess we're just going to have to evolve to a next to the next generation uh, through trial and error as many things occur. Yes, definitely. And today, uh, specifically on POE, uh, the original POE standard was uh, defining 15.4 watts. And back then, only voice over IP and some basic Wi-Fi could enjoy PoE. In 2009, the PoE Plus standard, the 80 standard, was ratified, defining 30 watts. And then you can have IP camera, PTZ cameras, Wi-Fi with multiple radios uh, being powered by PoE. And today, we are working on the new standard that hopefully will be ratified next year. It is called the IEEE 802.3BT. And the standard will define 90 watts. And then you will see the adaptation of POE in the enterprise in many, many applications that are power angry and could not be used when you have only 15 watts. So the future right. of POE with this standard will be amazing. And today I've well, seen applications like lighting, you know, the LED lights that mm -hmm. are being part of IoT, Internet of Things, will have an IP address and can be powered by POE. And it's, it's amazing. It is amazing, Sonny. I, when I think of what can be enabled, you know, everyone talks about the cloud and the web and the wireless, but POE enables an entire infrastructure back, backbone behind it. Uh, the only question at that point that I have is, are there issues like thermal management when you start pushing that much power through? Right. So when I, when I mentioned 90 watts, uh, th that is uh, being driven uh, especially from the point you raised, uh, from a thermal and safety point of view. And again, we are working with UL and, uh, you know, safety bodies and NEC. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you go above 100 uh, watts, that means current level beyond one amp that can have a lot of issues on the cables, on the connectors, and you need to think of a legacy installation of buildings from last century, middle of last century, mm -hmm. that still have uh, infrastructure. So that's the reason uh, I believe the standard will not allow more than 100 watts, both from thermal issues and safety issues. 
Um, so this is the point, and again, I think it's the safety point. We have done a lot of testing for, for the IEEE committee to test the temperature raise on bundles of cables, you know, because in enterprises you can have 16, 24 cables in the bundle, and this mm-hmm. level of uh, below 100 watt is totally safe and will be addressed in the standard. So I think it's a, it's a fully defined and safe standard. And as you mentioned, the power consumption of the devices is going down with the technology. And today it's LEDs. It will be information kiosk. And tomorrow it will be screens, and digital signage, and even laptops that today are way the below one. kiosk, everything. Right, everything. Every device Agreed. is connected to the network and consumes less than 100 watts is a potential to enjoy the benefits of POE in my, in my view. Agreed, agreed. Now, Sani, unfortunately, this is a podcast and we do have a time limit, but before I let you go, I always let my guests have the last word on the show. So it can be a little bit more about uh, POE or about your solution or just a tip for our audience, but the floor is yours. Okay, so first of all, first sentence is thank you very much uh, for, for the podcast. And second, I just want to emphasize that uh, within MicroSemi, we have a group that is dealing with POE. POE is all we do in this group, and we keep uh, preaching for POE and developing different products to help uh, adaptation of different technologies, starting with wireless, IP cameras, and more. And uh, if somebody has a specific need question uh, related to POE, I will be very happy uh, to help and uh, help develop the markets. Excellent. And where do they go to get that information? Do you have a deep, deep dive page, or do they just go to the MicroSemi homepage? Yeah, you can go to the MicroSemi homepage uh, within POE system, and then uh, you have a contact uh, MicroSemi, and we will get the question. Excellent. Sani, thank you so much for coming on the show. I always love having somebody come on to remind our audience about the tremendous infrastructures required in the uh, great wireless cloud, and I'm glad that you came on and told us about your latest solutions for MicroSemi. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Oh, the pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Power Systems Design. Have a great day.